Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable inviting you to stay tuned for this edition of Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. If you're listening from South Georgia, we're glad you've joined us. If you're listening by computer, we're glad that you have tuned in today. And if you are listening right there in Madison and North Florida, uh, we're so glad that you're part of the listening family of WMAF. We certainly are so proud to be part of the broadcast family. And uh, as this station uh, is uh, presented to more and more people as they discover family-friendly programming right here on WMAF, and they discover uh, classic gospel and classic country music. Uh, it is just a genre that uh, you can't find just anywhere. And we're so grateful to be part of this uh, this outreach ministry through this radio station. And we pray God will bless every person that participates and, and the station itself. And if you, uh, uh, if, if you appreciate WMAF, uh, it would be such an encouragement. I know to them if you would just drop them a card, give them a call, uh, let them know that you appreciate what they're doing in your community right there in Madison, and if you're listening by computer, thank them for streaming their uh, their their radio format uh, on the World Wide Web. I know it would bless them. And if you'd like to communicate with us, we'd be so glad to hear from you. Just type in THCOG. Come to our website. There'll be a place that you can leave comments, and we would welcome them. If we're a blessing, then let us know, and it will, it will encourage us. We're going to preach the gospel regardless, but we love to hear when people are being blessed. We know there's a pastor in Africa who discovered this station, and through it, our ministry has communicated with us that listens faithfully. We know there's a military family moved from place to place, but no matter where they move to, they can get our broadcast and they've become part of our listening family. And we're so thankful for them today. Uh, we know there's a family in Arizona that listens to our broadcast that has come to visit us at our church. And we're so glad that you came. And we pray that this broadcast will continue to be a blessing to you. We thank God for the fellow ministers that are on the air right here on WMAF that broadcast their live church services on Sunday. If if you're shut in, you cannot get out, and you want to hear one of these fine ministries, uh, you have this this station uh, to tune into to hear live ministry. Praise God. And, and, and it's alive because it's coming from the Scripture, the Word of God. And we're grateful for our fellow ministers that are in the harvest fields because you're on the radio. You're, you're in the harvest field that the Bible told us to raise our eyes and look upon that harvest. And we're so glad you've caught that vision today. And we pray many others will. Praise God. Amen. For the gospel of Jesus is quickly being disseminated into the world because Jesus is coming 
soon. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, we have a great message to bring you as we prepare to get in sequential teachings as we approach the Christmas season. This, before we go there, we're going to talk about what Christmas and Jesus Christ has accomplished in our life. If you are a Christian today, if you're not a Christian, don't turn the dial. We invite you to be our special guest today. We want you to know how God can save you and what condition it will leave you in after you've come to Christ as your Savior and what position you have before the Lord. Hallelujah. And and maybe you'll understand why Christians don't just celebrate a holiday, but we celebrate a holy day when our Lord came to this earth to go to the cross in our behalf. Make no mistake, He didn't come to this earth just to lay in a manger and evoke sentimental feelings about this beautiful, pure, perfect little baby. He came to this earth to go to the cross. That was his mission, and that's why he came. Hallelujah. But if you receive him as your Savior, all the benefits, all of the blessings of what he did on the cross become yours in Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to be talking about living in the now of your salvation if you're a Christian. Praise God. The very moment we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, all things become new. We have a new standing with God. We have a new relationship with God. We have a new value system. We have a a new sense of freedom from guilt and shame. We have a new peace, a new joy, a new outlook on life. We have a new and better covenant that's been established on better promises. We are living in the right now of our salvation. Past sins are forgiven and we are cleansed. Listen to this from 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 11. It says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither the fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor the effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Right now, if you are a Christian, in fact, I could say this, if you just became a Christian or if you become a Christian, during this broadcast at the end when the invitation is given, if you repent of your sin and receive Christ as your Savior right now, (laughs) then I can say unto you, right now, you are washed, you are sanctified, and you are justified in the name of Jesus Christ. Revelation chapter 1 and verse 5 says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. The reason you can have the 
benefit and blessing of being so clean before God is because of the sin-canceling power of the blood of Jesus. Praise God. He took our place on the cross. Listen to this. This washing, this cleansing that the blood of Christ provides for the human soul. For sinners like you and me, as such were some of you. And I would go so far as to say as such were most of you. <laughs> and, and in some cases, in such was all of us. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. The scripture is very clear about that. There is none righteous. And it's reiterated, no, not one. And the only way to be truly right with God is to have all of our sins forgiven. Because we can't live a sinlessly perfect life. But we can have perfect salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's what we possess right now if you are a Christian, a child of God. Listen to Revelation. I'm going to read quite a few verses. Bear with me. This is an important truth. Verse 9 of chapter 7 through verse 14. And this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, and kindreds, and people, and tongues, stood before the throne, and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, palms in their hands. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about, and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing, glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these? which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, John speaking, at first to the elder, the elder now speaking to John, and he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. These are they that came out of great tribulation, and I believe it's beyond just the great tribulation, which is going to be dealt with in the book of Revelation, but through all this fallen world and all of the pressure and all of the temptations and all of the pain that it brings because we live in faulty bodies in a fallen world. And in this fallen world, Jesus said that my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. In this world you shall have tribulation. Thelpsis is the Greek word, and it means pressure and anguish. There's no one going to escape that. Uh, Mayberry only existed 
on television. There may be a place, I don't know, name Mayberry somewhere, but I guarantee you Floyd is not going to cut your hair and, and Barney is not going to give you a parking ticket. There is no Aunt B uh, that is just loving and kind all the time and there's no Opie uh, just fishing and, and living a, a pressure-free life. Friend of mine, I want you to know, in this world, you shall have tribulation. And we know that the longer we live, the more pressure, the more pain we experience. The pain of losing a loved one, the pain of divorce, the pain of losing a child. All of the things that can happen in a fallen world to those in faulty bodies. The temptations, the sins that cause us shame and guilt that accumulate and clutter our minds. Friend of mine, in this world you shall have great tribulation. Uh, you shall have tribulation. And, and the Bible said through much tribulation, we enter the kingdom of God. There's going to be a pushback even before this broadcast is over. If you don't know Jesus, you have an enemy of your soul. And he will pressure you to run from God instead of running to God. But if you decide to run to God and have your sins forgiven and have his salvation imparted to you. If you decide to apply the blood that Jesus supplied on the cross in your behalf to your life through faith in him and trust in him today in repentance of sin, all of heaven's resources, all of heaven's uh, heavenly armies will back you up if you run toward God. There's nothing the devil has can stop you. Hallelujah. If you decide to come to Jesus, hell's gates will not hold you back. You will be set free. Praise God. Amen. This is the scripture that inspired the triumphant Christian hymn, Are You Washed in the Blood? And I love that great hymn because it said, Have you been to Jesus for his cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you trusting his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Uh, and then it goes on to say, are you walking daily by your Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. You know, it is said that Gandhi once asked some Christian missionaries to sing him a song. They asked which song would he like to hear. He said, the one that expresses all that is deepest in your faith. After briefly consulting with one another, they all sang together. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but lost and poor contempt on all my pride. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? The Bible said we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God and we could continue this list and this litany of sins against God. Oh, and such were all of us. 
at some points in our life. But now that you've come to Christ, if you are a Christian, but now you are washed, now you are sanctified, now you are justified in the name of Jesus Christ because of the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of the Passover lamb was supplied by its death, but it had to be applied by each household to the doorpost and the threshold. When we repent of our sin and trust Christ as our Savior, we apply His blood and we are washed clean. So clean that the devil cannot accuse us of anything because the accuser is defeated. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 through 11. Listen to it carefully today. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives even unto the death. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. And they loved not their life even unto the death. This word of our testimony is the declaration that our sin-stained garments have been washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, friend, today God is not for us because we are sinlessly perfect, but because a perfect lamb was offered in our behalf. Romans 8, verse 31 through 34. Listen to it carefully. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. (laughs) Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Friend, that is declaring that our high priest, Jesus Christ, pleads his blood in our behalf. We can therefore plead the merits of his blood on earth. If my high priest is pleading the merits of his blood before the throne of God in heaven, then we can certainly plead the merits of his blood here on earth. I know there's a lot of criticism and a lot of controversy about pleading the blood, but I believe the word of our testimony, whether we use the words plead the blood or not, we are in effect pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. Imagine the world as a big courtroom. God is the judge sitting on the throne according to Hebrews 12 and verse 23. Jesus is your advocate standing beside you to argue your case. 1 John 2 and verse 1. He reminds the judge that he died 
shed his blood for you. The devil, Satan, is your accuser, bringing charges and even attacks against you. Revelation 12.10 and Zechariah 3 and verse 1. When an accusation is brought against a person in a court, the defendant, if innocent, can greatly increase his or her chances of being acquitted by producing a reliable witness. Here lies the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is why we can, and I believe we must, to overcome the accuser, plead the blood. We can't plead our innocence because all have sinned. Such were some of you. But we can declare, now we are washed. Now we are sanctified. Now we are justified. Hallelujah. Because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Pleading the blood of Jesus is not the superstitious application of a magic formula of words, but a spiritual dynamic being applied. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ is greater than the, both the energy of man, <laughs> amen, and our own humanity, and that of our adversary. The power that saves is also the power that releases and delivers and neutralizes the enterprises of hell and the weaknesses of the flesh. The appropriation of the power of the blood in a tough situation is intended for every believer in Christ to know it and to understand it and to employ it. And that's according to Jack Hayford, a respected Bible teacher. Hallelujah. Amen. When we plead the blood of Jesus Christ, we are simply saying what the Bible said we should say. Hold fast your profession of faith, <laughs> for he is faithful that promised. That word profession in that verse of Scripture literally means to say the same thing as another. If God says that because of the shed blood of Jesus and your application of that blood, by repenting of your sin and receiving Christ as your Savior, that right now, at that moment that you do that, now you are washed. Now you are positionally sanctified. And now you are justified. That neutralizes, hallelujah, it neutralizes all of the accusations. Even though the devil is a liar and the father of lies, he doesn't have to lie about the fact that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. He's got iron-clad evidence of that. And he knows that God knows every sin that we've ever committed. But he also knows that God has given an antidote so that we could be forgiven, so that we could be saved, so that we would not be banished and punished eternally. God has provided a lamb. God has given his only begotten son, according to John 3.16, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but that all would have everlasting life. God has said in his word and through the gift of his son, God has said it's not his will that any perish, but that all have 
eternal life. Oh, remember that great, great jazz song, really, that that came, that is so frequently heard in in New Orleans. Uh, When the saints go marching in, oh Lord, I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. A friend of mine, the moment you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, (laughs) you are considered by the Word of God in the New Covenant a saint of God. And God begins to call you saints. And God begins to call you sons. Paul said it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know when He comes, we will see Him as He is, for we shall be like Him. But now we are the sons of God. And if sons of God, then we are heirs of God. And if we are heirs of God, we listen to the progression. We are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Oh, what an elevated state that the blood of Jesus leaves you and me in. You see, they overcome by the blood of the Lamb that was supplied. And then the, the, the word of their testimony after the blood has been applied to our life. And then the devotion that comes as a result of knowing what it costs to save us. Hallelujah. That we love not our life even unto the death. You know, in order to take up your cross and follow Jesus, you have to begin by denying yourself and taking up the cross and following Him. Oh, but it is a joy and not a job. Hallelujah. There will be a battle with the flesh, but your spirit will win because God's spirit will win within you and there will be victory in Jesus Christ today. When your devotion is so deep that you refuse to let the devil (laughs) entice you with the things of this world because you're looking far beyond this old temporal world and you're seeing the glory that is yours in Jesus Christ. Praise God. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can make me whole again, the songwriter said, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that washes us white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Friend, you can be part of that number today. You can be part of that number. And when these saints go marching in that John saw... Who are these? Are these perfected people that were able to live a perfect sinless life? No, these are those who have applied the blood that Jesus supplied on Calvary. These are those who have washed those sin-stained robes in the blood of the Lamb. Listen, I believe God is trying to tell us today that our current popular version of Christianity comfortable, humorous, superficial, entertaining, and worldly-wise is exposed for the irreverent presentation of the gospel of Christ that it really is. A preacher is commissioned to give people not what they want, but what they need. No man has any business walking into the pulpit to entertain. He is there to present Calvary in all its fullness of hope and glory. And that's what we're on the air for today, 
to present Calvary, to present Jesus and Him crucified in all of its fullness of hope and glory, to declare unto you by the Word of God that you today can be cleansed from all iniquity, that your sins can be forgiven, that when the saints go marching in, that you can be part of that number. It's not enough to want to be part of the number, as the jazzy song says. You can be part of that number. You can know right now, if you receive Christ as your Savior, that your sins are forgiven, that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And you can know that without a doubt, When you draw your last breath here, you will draw your next breath in heaven with him that so loved you and gave himself for you on the cross. So today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, I challenge you right now. I know he's knocking on the door of your heart. And he said, if any man will open the door, I will come in. Sup with him, him with me. Friend, he can't have fellowship with you unless he can forgive you, pardon your sin. But he said when that occurs, I can come live in you. Hallelujah. And you, therefore, can come live with me forever, age without end. So come to Christ today. Let the blood that he supplied be applied to your life and answer the question asked in that great Christian hymn are you washed in the blood of the lamb and you say yes I'm washed yes I'm washed yes I'm washed in the blood of Jesus Christ well our time is gone we love you today we do pray that you will come back next week and let's talk about Jesus Jesus